Hey, my friends, it's Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. I am so happy to be with you. My hair got all jacked up, so I decided to wear a hat <laughs> for my Facebook Live. Hey, um, you know what? There's going to be a little bit, and, I, and I'm going to, nobody's watching right now, but when people sign on, they're going to be maybe a little, uh, they're going to think that this is uh, my devotional show that I during, do during the day because I'm going to be talking about uh, a little bit about church today and about my pastor. I'm, I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about the uh, my utmost for his highest, but it's not. This is the Andy Felker Show talking about uh, 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 political subjects and uh, current event subjects and trying to alert you uh, to the problems that are occurring in our country at this time. And actually, in this case, across our world, because it is going to be... Uh, it's kind of like the message we got from church. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show some of the message from Jack Hibbs today from our church because it's that important that it's not a happy message. Um, uh, when you are trying to do good, when you are trying to be, um, uh, you know, a, a new person in Christ, you know you're going to be attacked by the devil, right? You know you're going to be attacked by you know, just yourself, right? <laughs> you're, either it is your past or your... Um, your your will, your your flesh is always going to be attacking you. And again, if you're not, again, don't get scared. Stick around. If you're atheist, if you are um, uh, agnostic, if you are of another faith, stick around because this really you gotta you gotta try to get through any of the uh, the religious talk that I'm going to be doing going through because you have to understand what's happening in our world. What's happening in our world? It has a lot to do what happens to us from time to time as we as we try to get, uh, you know, there's people, you know, I get trouble sometimes when I when I talk about, you know, uh, certain things, people apply it to me. I'm talking <laughs> I'm not a gambler, but yet I will talk about people that have a gambling addiction. I don't have a gambling addiction, but when you have a gambling addiction that will come up every so often, you will be challenged by either a uh, an ad on Facebook or because, you know, it, it, it detects algorithms. It, it detects what it is that you like and what you kind of follow. And even if it's in the past, a, a, an app, an ad possibly, again, I'm not, I'm not, um, uh, um, you know, I, 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 what do you call it? There's a name for it. I can't, a gambleholic. What do you call it? There's a name for it. <laughs> I think what it is, but if you have uh, looked up, you know, um, stats for horse racing, like that you're going to get ads for horse racing. So that thing will continually attack you as you're trying to move away from that thing, right? Whatever that is, right? Um, again, uh, I'm, I'm only bringing this up because, again, sometimes I bring it up. And go, Andy, I didn't know you had a gambling problem. I don't. <laughs> um, if um, Whatever other issues you have, those things will come and attack you, and they're gonna they're gonna try to pull you in, right? People, friends will attack you and say, "Remember, remember when we had such a good time?" Uh, and then they'll try to drag you back into that horrible person you used to be, and you're going, "Hey, I'm not that horrible person anymore." And those things will can that's happening in our world, to United States of America, right? Uh, we hear it all the time. We want reparations for back in the days when we, uh, you know, we had slavery in the United States. You need to pay for what happened in our country 200 years ago or 150 years ago or whatever it is. You're going to, people are going to want to continually, continually um, attack you and blame you for something that you had nothing to do with. And so this is kind of what's happening today in this world is that they're trying to use this pressure of, um, you know, um, you know, capitalism to uh, uh, faith and religion, that these are the things that have caused other people to be poor, to other people to be homeless and all this kind of stuff. And you want this equity and it's always going to be constantly coming back that, that we're going to be the blame. Uh, Republicans, capitalists, um, uh, 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 Christians, cat whatever it is, 
or you know they need to re they they need to pay for the problems of our country the problems of the world the, the problems of pollution the problems of all kinds of stuff and we're going huh huh if, if you were to look at and again let me just talk about the united states of america and i've and i've said this often the united states of america out of all the countries on the planet is one of the most um uh, giving countries the most kind country when we've even gone to war with other countries and and won those wars the ones that we've won we've not not only have we not taken over that country we have rebuilt the country for the citizens so they can continue to live in the country of x y or z right of germany of um, uh, um, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, you know, we've done our best to, to continue to now let's let, you know, the, the, the roads we blew, blew up, now let's repave those roads and make them nice. But it's not that we, we went to war with certain countries and then took over or, or else we'd be, the United States of America would be across Europe, in Russia, um, in, uh, in parts of Asia. Now, you know, not Vietnam because that was a whole mess, but <laughs> other countries, right? We, 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 we'd have taken over other countries that we have won conflicts with and against. Um, and it wouldn't be hard for us to take over some of the smaller countries and take over some of those countries. Um, and, and we've done this in, in, in all of our years, but somehow we're still looked at and we're still called by even our own citizens. You know, the Democrats co constantly cause, uh, call America racist. They call us that we're one of the most horrible countries on the world, that we uh, need to pay for slavery. We need to pay for all the stuff that happened years ago. Now, what you need to understand about our history is that we've always worked uh, uh, towards abolition since the time our country was created, always worked towards abolition. And so out of all of the countries that have had slavery, um, we've worked towards abolition and eventually we uh, got rid of, of slavery. But you still see slavery in China, but you see Democrats loving China. You see the NBA loving China. You see um, uh, the, the news media loving China. But China's the country that has slavery that are, that, is, that, is, that are executing hundreds, if not thousands of people a year. And yet they love China, but America is horrible. It is a very strange place that we're in right now. And so I'm gonna, I want to talk about this, this great reset that has suddenly come across our, our uh, airwaves. And they're not hiding it, right? They're saying, it's time for a reset. It's time to bring Joe Biden, this mindless uh, human who has dementia. It's time to bring him in because he's going to do it. How is a man with dementia going to change the country and change our world? How is that going to happen? Explain that to me. What, they're going to they're gonna bring him in in a couple of months. So they're going to take him out and have Kamala Harris, who shouldn't be running McDonald's. Now do it. Now she's the one who's gonna who's gonna rebuild America and make America much better. Really explain that to me and how that's gonna happen. That's gonna be very bizarre. That's a very bizarre concept. Um, but what I want to do is I'm gonna bring on. It's actually about four or five minutes. And now I know I've said this the last couple of times that I played these videos that I'm that I'm saying that um, you know I'm gonna play a lot a long strip of a a video. This is from today's message from my pastor from uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. He is fantastic. He's not afraid to tell the truth. As a matter of fact, he's afraid. He's not afraid to talk about parts of the Bible that other churches won't talk about because they're afraid if they talk about um, uh, revelations, if they talk about um, a number of subject matter. Uh, I forget what he says. Somewhere in the thirty percent of the Bible, or, or somewhere in that area, maybe more. Um, that. that uh, most churches won't talk about because they're afraid people will leave. They're afraid it's going to upset people. It's going to, they, they're afraid the, the pastors and the elders at certain churches are, don't talk about that because then people won't come to church and give us money. Don't talk about that because no people, nobody will come to Christ if we talk about those things. He's going, okay, we don't want you, right? We're going to talk about these things. They're probably going to hurt your feelings and they're probably going to make you feel uncomfortable, but maybe this isn't the place for you. 
Maybe you need to go to another church because we're going to talk about those things that make you feel uncomfortable. And so I'm going to play a little, you're going to go, is this really a church? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you showing us the message from a church or a, um, a, a lecture from a conser some conservative? Uh, it's both. It's, <laughs> it's a message from a conservative and it's a message from our church. Uh, before I do that, I want to make sure you, you bookmark the U.S. Patriot Project. Um, we, are, uh, uh, we are moving forward. We are, we are doing a whole bunch of stuff on the U.S. Patriot Project. We need your help. We need some financial assistment, assistance as we get through paying um, you know, for a bunch of stuff we've been having done right now uh, as we begin to build infrastructure to do exactly what I'm telling you about right now. And that is to talk to you about the truth of the things that are happening in our country, the things that are happening across our world that you don't want to happen. Socialism, I'm telling you, you don't want to happen. The Great Reset, you don't want to happen as far as um, man taking care of the Great Reset. Um, you don't want to um, uh, lose the ability to use cash in our country. You don't want to lose the borders of our country. Uh, it, we, <laughs> listen, I know it all sounds good in a song. It sounds all good on paper. It sounds all good when people, wouldn't it be great if we were just one world? No, it would not be great. Uh, as a matter of fact, it would not be great. And we're going to uh, share a little bit of why. Uh, and then what I'm going to do is suggest you watch the rest of uh, the, the entire message today at church was amazing. It's, it's not a feel good message. At the end of today's message at our church, it's not one you're going to go and go, oh, I feel so good about life and about our world. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Um, but it is going to make you think about what's happening. All right. So I'm going to share a, a very long, probably about five or six minutes of today's message. It's important. Um, that you watch at least that five, but then go and watch the hour uh, of the entire message. Let me first look at some of the people. So go to the uspatriotproject.com and help us out the best that you can. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar, five dollars, whatever it is. We'll, um, you know, anything uh, it helps us um, in, in pushing forward the conservative Christian message. And we would love to have your help. Um, not true. Watching. I, I forgot. I already forgot what I said at the beginning. Uh, I truly believe that we are pretty darn close to our president pulling the trigger on the 2018. I, it, it, I, gosh, I pray. I pray that's going to happen. Uh, hey, Amy, nice to see you. Love to have you. Uh, Nalani, nice to see you. I love that name, by the way. Uh, they are uh, gunning for the new world. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Uh, that church, uh, that church and pastor watch him every Sunday. Yeah. Today's message was amazing. And again, we're going to play a little bit of that. And I'm, I'm, uh, um, you know, I was going to try to talk about it, but he has a, but a much better job of talking about it. Then I'm going to bring up some other subjects as we go forward and talking about this stuff. But remember that this isn't, I mean, this you can see, James Messer was excellent as always. I listen, Pastor. Yes. Awesome. Uh, I, yeah. He's amazing. It's almost I, like, so it's a, it's the funniest thing. It's almost like, um, I loved going to see uh, Tony Robbins and I love seeing uh, some other great speakers in my past as I was, you know, in business and marketing and and internet marketing and all this kind of stuff and self-help and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you get excited to go to those things and you get excited to go to a hotel and then you spend time with other people. I had that same feeling every Sunday. And so if you have not spent time with Jack Kibbs, if you, not, um, uh, if you don't have um, a, a mentor, a, a pastor that speaks to you and speaks the truth about the Bible and speaks about uh, subjects in the Bible and passages and books in the Bible that other pastors won't speak to because they're afraid it's going to offend somebody, then you need to go to Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, either in person or uh, listen to them online because the messages are that, um, that special and that important that you need to be uncomfortable from time to time. And you need to understand that you need to wake up. Um, again, I've, I talked about this too, about the silent majority no longer can be silent. 
uh, the silent, silent majority is what caused us to be in this problem in the in, to begin with. Allow the the rest of the country to do some things, but remembering that the United States is an influence on the rest of the country. Whatever the United States does, many other countries do. Whatever the United States does, they want us to be successful. They want us to be uh, uh, profitable. They they love our capitalism because our capitalism helps so many other countries. Without the United States of America, many countries would die. That is the truth. And um, uh, and then we have China, which is our biggest enemy, who, whatever reason, Democrats love. Democrats have, have taken the stupid pill. They're living in the stupid forest and they're morons. And they've decided that we're going to elect this guy who has no brain and uh, his running mate who hates him and said, called him a racist, called him a sexual predator. But yet he makes him her, uh, the vice president. And even worse, she accepts the vice presidency with a guy that she called a racist and called a sexual predator. And that is one of the craziest things that you 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 can even imagine. You could even write a story. You would say, I wouldn't write the story because people just it's not believable. Right. You, you, when you hear people writing scripts for movies, they go, you know what? This is a good script, except for, you know, some subject matter is not really believable. We need to change it. If you wrote the scenario regarding our president uh, uh, elect and the vice president elect, so-called uh, so-called elect, um, you, they, somebody would say, no, that just really doesn't seem possible that a that a woman who thinks a guy is racist and a sexual predator, that she would accept a job from him. We just don't see that that would that would. Nobody would believe that. And yet it happened. <laughs> it happened. It happened that a lady who thinks a guy's a sexual predator and a racist, and she's supposedly uh, of cover color, that she's a woman of color, accepted a job from a guy that she called a racist as a sexual predator. Only the Democrats that are dumb enough to do that and accept that. <laughs> It is crazy. Uh, no kidding. No kidding, um, uh, Hannah. It is, it is so... This is this is a wild time. I'm laughing only because you have to laugh because it's so so crazy. All right, so let's get. I'm going to get to a message, a part of the message today from my pastor, um, and it's it's important for you to watch and and listen to. And you know what? I don't trust myself again. I'm going to go ahead and um, gosh darn it! I know I clicked the button that I'm supposed to click, but just in case I didn't. Um, I'm going to do it again. All right, I got to make sure so that you can hear the uh, audio. <clears throat> And, and it, you'll see him come up here. All right. So listen, this is an important part of the message uh, that I think you really, really need to hear. All right. So pay attention and then we'll come back. And then I got some more things to share with you. All right. Those of you that are watching that are not Christian, that are not, um, you know, biblical, that you are of some other faith or you know, agnostic or, or atheist, I, I'm telling you, stick stick in, you know, stay, stay, uh, you know, on the live. I know that the first thing you think, oh, it's a pastor talking. What he's talking about is important for you to know, regardless if you are, um, uh, 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 you know, of any faith or that you um, uh, believe in the Bible or believe in God. It's important to listen to what he has to say. All right. So let me go ahead and uh, make it big and stand by. Look up, because your redemption draws near. Now listen, Christ, now, listen. Could, come Christ could come back theologically for us at any moment, moment. He, hasn't he hasn't yet. So what do we do? So what do we do? We pay, we pay close, close attention to what's going, what's going on. on. So church, look at the first slide. I want you to see this. Got a couple slides for you. First slide is this regarding the Bible, speaking about a global reset. Uh, this is not the beautiful graphics of our design team. This is right from the World Economic Forum website. What are they calling it? Right now, today, I actually got this last night, the Great Reset. Let me read the paragraph to the right. There is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis. 
You know, this is the first time in recorded history, keep it on the screen, where the world has shut down for an advanced form of the flu. Listen, nobody did this for the Spanish flu. Nobody did this for Ebola. Why not? Ebola, listen, COVID looks like a picnic compared to Ebola. I don't see any of you bleeding out of your eyes or your ears or noses. Listen, I'm not saying COVID's not real. I'm saying something's up. Something, somebody's using it. England didn't even shut down for the cholera epidemic in 1864. Um, Europe didn't shut down for the bubonic plague. Churches, in fact, churches were the front line of first responders. Something's up. By the way, if COVID goes away, these guys will find something else. Why? To improve the state of the world, the World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. Next slide. This is uh, Forbes magazine. Hitting the reset button to avoid a new Great Depression. Why is, why is there a coming depression? How, how does, how does a, a virus... How does a virus cause a depression? Any economists in here? How does that happen? Next slide. By the way, did you see the ball reset was hitting the earth? Into a black hole, by the way, mind you. The global reset, the global economic reset promoting a more inclusive recovery. Just the title causes me to... Mm -hmm. Okay, listen. The COVID-19 crisis is inflicting the most pain on those who are already most vulnerable. Don't answer. I'm just going to ask why. I'll keep reading. This calamity could lead to a significant rise in income inequality. Why? And it could jeopardize development gains from educational attainment to poverty reduction. Why? New estimates suggest that up to 100 million people worldwide could be pushed into extreme poverty. Why? Erasing all gains made in poverty reduction in the last three years. Wow. Stop. Listen. I have to control myself right now. I am not kidding you. Ladies and gentlemen, the last sentence says, oh no, if we don't find a fix, it's going to erase all of the amazing gains that were made in poverty reduction over the last three years. The last three years, the country you're sitting in lifted up the nations of the world economically. That's what they're talking about. But you can't think that deep. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to think like this. If you were in a college class, you should ask, uh, what happened in the last three years that made such a tremendous decrease in global poverty? You're not allowed to ask that question. Backing up and looking at that, we could be pushed to extreme poverty. Of course. When you shut businesses down, you destroy economies. And when you destroy economies, you catapult poverty. 
This is truth and a lie right in front of our face. Next slide. Now, calm down. I know. No, listen. If you're a Catholic, I feel for you. The Catholics are in a justifiable rage right now because of this man. Pope Francis joins with CEOs of Fortune 500 companies to form a new council focused on creating a more equitable economy. And when you read it, everybody, no matter if you work an hour or if you work 23 hours a day, the same. You know what that's called? Socialism. And Margaret Thatcher said, socialism works fantastic until you run out of other people's money. Socialism. A culture of people reduced to begging bread, maybe some cheese, bread, vodka. Everybody's got it the same, except for the people who invent it. They live in absolute opulence, travel the world, and it's all on your back. Uh, socialism's a great idea if everybody's perfect and have the nature of Jesus at all times. Wow. First of all, thank you, Hannah, for letting me know that um, I had the echo going on. But did you hear all the stuff that he talked about? All the stuff that is actually is true. Those are facts. Again, when you talk facts, when you talk about what's going on in this world, when you when you bring up these subject matters, what ends up happening is that you get throttled on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter and all these other places. Why? Because they don't want you uh, explaining how this is detrimental uh, to you as an individual person. Again, I, I talked about, I just talked about this earlier, is that we have enough stuff going on in our life, right? We got things in regard to our children, not going to school and that kind of stuff. And then the relationship between the children, you got children with different illnesses, you got children have colds, you got children that suffer with math and, and science and all this kind of stuff. And you're trying to balance all that. You're trying to also run a business. You're trying to uh, be an employee and, and show up at work. Hey, I can't show up at work because now my kid who's doing online school schooling, you know, you got all this stuff going on. And so that virtually destroying you as an individual, uh, each one of us have uh, relationships, whether it's <clears throat> a relationship with being single or relationship with, uh, you know, just starting a relationship. You got relationship, uh, husband and wife, you got, uh, um, uh, you got, I, I know an, an, uh, very many people who are engaged, who, who have put on hold their weddings and their marriage. And so you have all this other stuff going on. So it's just not one thing. You know what I'm saying? So you have everything that's happening globally, everything that's happening in the United States, uh, you can't travel anymore, you can't go anywhere, and then you have all the pressures going on. And what he was talking about, what is what is all of this doing? What is COVID-19 doing? When you shut down the economy, when you shut down schools, when you shut down churches, when you shut down all the things that people would normally do to kind of get a relief from everything else that's going on, going out to dinner, it, it's a struggle. Um, uh, a friend of mine, we're trying to go out to dinner the other day and we're calling around, hey, do you have dinner? No, we don't have to. Do you have to? No, we don't have to. What, like you, how, what do you, now what do we got to do? We got to go ahead and, and shutter at home in a place where, you know what, it's just nice to get out. It's just nice to be around other people, hearing other people chatter. And now you can't do that either. And as, as this continues on, which they're hoping it will, if, if Joe Biden were to become president, it will continue on. He wants to shut down the economy again, but, but throughout the United, nationally, not just in areas that so-called need it, which we don't even think that's something that needs to happen, but he wants to do it globally. He wants also mask mandates nationally not in areas that are not being highly affected by COVID-19, 
Um, and they want so they want to go deeper and go further. I'm going to share with you some other people that want to do more in just one second. Um, but I, but I, I, I want to talk about how, how COVID-19, again, what, what Pastor Jack said is true. It's not, it's not a hoax. It's not a lie. But people are getting sick from a number of other things that we've never shut. And, and in the past, we've, we've gotten sick from and we've never shut down a country. We've never shut down businesses. We've never shut down schools or churches and all the things that are being shut down for things that were far more deadly. But yeah, we're doing that here. You, I've had COVID-19 and I'm here talking to you and I'm completely healed. I have completely uh, can breathe. I've been able to run now with my children. And uh, even though my other kids make fun of me uh, as I'm running, <laughs> they, oh, dad, are you okay? You're old. But, uh, but I almost won the race. And um, then you, uh, you, know, you have um, uh, uh, Giuliani, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who did, well, he's 70 something years old, 75, 76 years old. I forget how old he is. He just had it. And he's already out doing his podcast again. You have the president who's somewhat 74, 75. I forget how old he is. He had it. He's already out running around. So they, they wanted you to believe these Democrats, these idiots, these morons in our country that are running these, uh, these uh, states like California uh, and uh, Michigan and Oregon and Washington who say that you cannot, those of you that are Christian, those of you that are conservative, those of you that have a message of hope, you have to stay home and shelter. But all of you who want to destroy our country, loot, who want to catch our cities on fire, who want to uh, protest uh, angrily, not peacefully, but angrily, you can do what you want. Oh, the, 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 the marijuana stores, which are perfectly fine, I don't care, but those can be open, but churches have to be closed. That's the, the hypocrisy. Here in Los Angeles, all the strip clubs can be open, but the churches have to be closed. The big corporations like uh, uh, Costco and Target and, and, the, and the big companies, you can be open, but the mom and pop stores, you have to be closed. All you re little restaurants, you have to be closed. And, you, and all your employees, they all have to suffer because of what? The global reset and because of this bigger idea that they don't care, right? You hear the Democrats saying they care about blacks, they care about poor, they care about all the stuff, but they're so busy making you poor because they need more of you. Because if they if there's more of you, they'll have greater power. They'll have greater they'll have a greater income. They'll have more money, and the, and and then they'll begin to run the world. The high elites they'll begin to run the world, and we need a much sub, more substantial. We middle class they don't like, right? They need space between being elite and being poor. They love that space, so they're going to create uh, more poor. How do you know that they love people being poor? Because of this, I'm going to bring up another uh, screen here just really quick. How do you know they love it? It's because they do things like this. Here is, um, here is in Los Angeles, here in California. Or no, it's California, sorry. Statewide universal basic income introduced into assembly. This was just December 8, 2020. They want everybody to earn the same. And that essentially would be somewhere in the neighborhood of um, minimum wage. Right. Those people that are earning minimum wage and, and, and somehow are survive, they go, oh, great. Now, everybody else, doctors, um, attorneys, uh, who, well, they're all going to earn minimum wage. That's fantastic. <laughs> does that mean does that mean that we're all going to be able to afford the same thing? We're all going to be. No, that means we're all going to be able to not afford anything. It's going to put a, a greater distance between the elite 
the people in leadership that that have in the the people that own the Costco's and the Target and the Amazon and the Facebook and the Twitter, those people will be way up here. No longer will we have a middle class, but now you have all these people down here, all the same, earning the same. I visited countries when this was happening in the Slovak Republic, in Poland, uh, you know, in the in the Eastern Bloc European countries, uh, and 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 there were people that actually liked it, right? You have the poor, the homeless that they're actually getting an upgrade. They're gonna make from zero to now, whatever it is, 17 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, whatever that is. So they get, so they're happy. And I remember being in a restroom, going to the restroom and on the way to the restroom, there was this lady and she was mad, right? I walked in, she could tell I was an American. I forget what I was wearing, but she, oh, sorry. She knew I was wearing, um, uh, what I was wearing, uh, uh, caused her to understand that I was American. And she started pointing at me and yelling at me and and whatever it was. And, and, and I had to ask, you know, the guy that I was with who was, who lived in the Slovak Republic, what is she talking about? She goes, Oh, she was pissed. She was pissed that you were here because she, she thinks it's your fault that they're, that we're no longer communist. And I go, what do you mean? Why would she be mad that, 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 that your country's no longer are communist? Because now she has to work. <laughs> and I, and I, and I feel bad, right? So she was here handing out paper towels and the rest. So now she's earning money at this rest. So now she's having to work. Now she's earning an income. It may not be great, but she's mad at me as an American because she thinks that it is our fault that now that she has to earn income. But then I was talking to him. She goes, but my dad, who's a doctor, he's earning the same as that woman. My dad, who is a, is a gynecologist, he's a specialist. He's earning the same as the woman who's in the hallway yelling at me. Now she has to work. The taxi drivers earn the same thing. Everybody earns the same thing. Attorneys earn the same amount of money, or they did back when it was communism. But now... You know, based on education, based on amount of work, based on a whole bunch of other stuff, there is now a a a, a, a capitalist economy, and now you have the, the the few. Now, people say, "Well, so yeah, so see, see how she was." But do you see where here in the United States, where we the churches again? We're going to go to churches. Churches have been the most important um, solution to poverty. It shouldn't be our government. Churches and, and, and organizations that give, because why? Because the United States is one of the most giving countries on the planet, always has been. They always have been. That's who you leave it up to build up, right? Give them opportunities, give them um, uh, um, uh, shelter. And, but it comes to churches. When you do it through government, it always fails. The government fails at everything. What is one of the worst run companies that's run by the government? The U.S. Postal Service, <laughs> one of the worst run companies over. We know that, right? That has a long history of being a poorly run organization. And we can we can talk about a bunch of others. But do you see the problem in this? And here we have in California um, this, um, you know, this idea. Oops, sorry about that. This idea that in California, everybody needs to earn the same and they're inducing it. It's going to fail. Now, in the article, it talks about how it's failed all over the world and everything, but they still want to push it through and, and try to make it happen. And uh, let's see, I, I think there was one. And I don't know where they got this quote, but this is from, the, no, they got this from the guy that they interviewed. The, um, shoot, who's the, uh, da, 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 hold on. I'm trying to find the guy, the guy who introduced the bill. Uh, Assemblyman Evan Lowe, Democrat <laughs> in Campbell, California, would specifically create a California universal basic income program that with taxpayer funding, of course, uh, would give an equal income to all Californians. Now, how would you taxpayer funding? 
when you're losing all of your companies in California because of crap like this, when you're when you're losing all of the major companies, Elon Musk has even um, moved out of California into Texas. You got major corporations that are moving out of California. Where are you going to get the taxpayer funding to run this kind of deal? Where is that going to happen? How is that going to happen? You are crazy. They are stupid. They've taken the stupid pill and living in the stupid forest. That That is one of the craziest things that you can even, again, when you have other states that are going, hey, yeah, come here, Californians, come here, big businesses, come here. <laughs> What's going to happen in California? It's going to virtually go away. It's going to be a poverty-filled um, um, uh, country. The state of California is going to be a poverty-filled country because the, the economy formerly uh, that we used to have in California was, was that of a country and one of the strongest countries on the planet. But now they're killing it. Democrats are killing it. because Why? Because they're stupid. They are morons. So now let's now I'm going to go do one more thing really quick here. And I'm just going to uh, uh, tell you why they hate middle class and why they hate um, and why they love the poor because of this right here. Um, and let me just bring this up. One last thing. And that is what's happening in Los Angeles right at this second, right this minute. We have a DA who destroyed San Francisco, who is doing such things as taking away um, uh, um all misdemeanors, arrestable misdemeanors. If you arrest somebody, you, you can no longer arrest anybody for a misdemeanor. No longer seek cash bail for misdemeanors. So if you even get arrested for a misdemeanor, you don't you don't have to cash bail. You just leave, you just you just get out, right? There's you you don't. There's no arrest. No cash bail means that a comp, a, a business like uh, Target, um which right now probably doesn't arrest uh, shoplifters because if they did, they're no longer going to, because what good does it do you, right? If somebody comes in and steals $400 of uh, merchandise from a uh, target and gets caught, it does no good to call the police because the police are just going to let the person go. There's no punishment. There's no, there's no consequence to stealing 400, 500. And I think it's up to $600 of merchandise because there's no consequence to doing it. And that's why the company, it's not worth it because you have to pay security. You have to pay an attorney to, to process and go through the, the case and try to get some, they're, they're not, nothing's happening any longer. So these, these companies are just losing $400, $600 a, a day, probably 20 or 30 times a day to people that nothing's going to happen to them. And so the, <laughs> Do you see the problem here? That people are no longer being arrested. He's 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 um he's, he's taking away the death penalty. He's not going to consider that. Um, uh, he's no longer going to uh, consider um uh, juveniles who co commit things like murder um as as adults and try to tr try them as adults. So if you're 17 and a half and you commit murder, oh you're 70, it's okay that you committed murder. You just go ahead because you're so close to being 18. We're no longer going to do that. Um. Let's see what else is going on here. Hold on. Am I, oh, I'm on the wrong one. I'm on the wrong article. I never would have found out what I was looking for. Um, kids will no long will not be transferred to adult court. Um, he announced his office will not seek enhancements of any kind. The gang enhancement, no more gang enhancements. If you're in the gang and you're selling drugs or you kill somebody or you shoot somebody, no longer. And the three strikes, a retroactive policy triggering the review of more than 20,000 cases, according to Gascon, is no longer going to be uh, looked at. No, there's no more three strikes. So you have a guy who's committed rape three times. It's just like he committed the first time. Well, you know what? Because this is one of the things that we had as, as I had as a detective in sex crimes or family crimes is that you have the power of the third strike. 
it, it was successful. It was powerful. I'm telling you that a lot of guys who, and again, you don't want it to get to the, the second time, but after the second time of being arrested for rape, for uh, domestic violence, for um, for even shoplifting, for burglary, for um, 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 uh, auto theft, for um, uh, assault. After the second time, they really start to consider whether they're going to do it the third time. I'm telling you, it was a powerful thing that people would 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 go, you know, you know what? I'm I'm going to go back to prison for life for um, you know doing something stupid. And maybe I'm not going to do it. So you have this DA who's now saying. Oh, it's okay. Do it once, twice, three times, three times a lady. You know, no big deal. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares if you've 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 shot somebody three times? They didn't die, so not that big of a deal. You're gonna get the same punishment as if you did it the first time, which could be probation. Let's guy give let's give a guy probation who's shot at somebody three times and tried to kill them. Let's give a guy probation that's raped a woman three times. It's okay. We'll just give you probation because we're just going to look at it as your first time. Who cares that you're a serial rapist and you've done it three times, four times? Five? There's no more enhancement. It's not that big of a deal. You people have lost your mind. Democrats are literally the enemy of our country. They're the enemy of our cities. They're the enemy of our states. They are destroying us. And when you look at everything as a whole, the Great Reset and the support of DAs like this who are who are, are, are literally supporting the criminal factors um, factions sorry the criminal factions in our society and now you want to pay you're they're literally going to get paid for being criminals because you're going to give them free money that's what this means when they begin to tell you that they're going to give you everybody gets paid equally no matter what they do statewide universal everybody just gets paid so they're going to be paying criminals now because there's going to be no consequence to misdemeanors. Go out there and steal, and plus you're going to get paid by the state. <laughs> right? You, you, you almost got to literally laugh at this crap because it's so stupid. Yeah, capitalism is bad. Um, conservatives are racist. Conservatives are horrible, nasty people. We need to pay blacks across the country because of something that happened 200 years ago. And yet, they, and yet they love China. China who kills Uyghurs on a daily basis, who has killed thousands of people annually because of who they are, because of where they are in their society. The, 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 what they look at is the, the less than. They can also control how many kids you have. They can also control what sex you have and who they abort. They tell you who to abort, the country does. But yet, the, again, I'm going to go through the NBA, professional sports, loves China. The media loves China. Hollywood loves China. Democrats love China. Joe Biden loves China. Joe Biden and his son got paid millions of dollars for China. But the China's okay. But, but somehow the United States of America, one of the most least racist countries on the planet, one of the most giving countries on the planet, we're the racist and we're the horrible country. It, it, it's racist to say America first. It's bad to say America first. But yet they love countries like China. It really, we've really lost our mind. Let's look at some of this other, some of these comments here. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, I got on a rampage there. I, I, I thought this was going to be short. For a long time now, the Democratic agenda has been to set up our economy in such a way that Americans would have to depend on the government. Absolutely. We, that is for sure. That is a fact, April. You are right on it right there. The Democratic Party may as well be called the enabler party. <laughs> I like that. 
Uh, look at the failure of welfare. The bums never want to go back to work. Uh, Carl knows working at a, another police department there in California. We know this. We work with the homeless. They laugh. They laugh that people bring them food. They laugh that people bring them money. They laugh that they get these EBD cards and whatever it else. They laugh. They go, I don't Why would I work? I don't have to work. And they go, I don't want to go to a motel or hotel and sleep. Why would I do that? The large number of homeless laugh at the government. They laugh at churches that come bring them food. They laugh at people that come give them money and go, why would I work? I don't have to work. I can live perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, in San Francisco, they got free alcohol. They got free drug paraphernalia. And I think in some cases, they got some free drugs. Why would they work? They don't need to. They don't want to. They don't want to work. They were given free motels. And they weren't taking up on the free motels. The few people that took it said, hey, we're not leaving. And now they couldn't kick people out of the motels and hotels. The hotels are going, wait a minute. Now we can't get rid of these people. And the government, well, that'd be bad. That'd be racist. That would be, you would, oh, that's horrible. You want to kick out a homeless person out of your hotel. It's my hotel. <laughs> Why can't I kick somebody out? Oh, it's some of the crazy. And, and Carl is absolutely right. It is absolutely, he is, oh, and I've dealt with him. As a matter of fact, and one, I'm going to come back to your uh, comment, Amy, once I, I remember going out with a church one and I didn't want to, but the ex wanted to go out and give food uh, to the homeless in Santa Ana. They had taken over the Santa Ana um, uh, community area that where the, the courts are, the, the, the just the, the main um, uh, area in Santa Ana, hundreds and hundreds of homeless, just complete. You had to walk around the homeless to get to the courtroom. Uh, when we were getting a divorce, uh, you know, prior to us getting divorced, I remember, uh, you know, um, uh, going there with the church and, and then later on through the, I had to walk around these people that I fed, you know, through the church just a couple of days. I hated it as a matter of fact, but I just thought I got to do this because my wife wants to go there and feed these people. But I remember giving them a sandwich and they look at the sandwich and go, why would I eat this? I got this yesterday. And they would and they would hand it back or they would throw it down like they were such they were like they got so much food that they would throw down a sandwich and say, no, nah, I got one of those yesterday. I don't want that today. Do you have anything else? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was it was it was it was and they and, and the church. Oh, it's OK. Let's it doesn't do. Does anybody have a turkey? Because he had a peanut butter yesterday. What? Eat the freaking peanut butter. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Because most homeless people want to be homeless. That's what you don't understand. I get arguments with people all the time. Why do you, and I go, why are you giving them money? Give them the want ads. Give them a coupon for 50% off. Give them something else. Give them a, a, a something that they have to go directly and go. They, they don't want that. They don't want to have to work at anything. They're homeless because they're lazy. Most people are homeless because they're lazy. Some are alcoholics. Some are drug users. And some are crazy. What we have are programs for the crazy. We have programs for the people that have injuries that don't allow them to work. There's programs for that. But we don't need to help the majority. And I'm telling you, because uh, Carl and I know from working on the streets, the majority are lazy and they don't want to work. They love being homeless. And I'm telling you, I've talked to them, hundreds of them in my career, 21 years in the police department. They are lazy. I despise lazy. <laughs> because, probably because of them. All right. Sorry, Amy. I, I skipped your thing. Uh, Target allows shoplifting, but don't try and go in there without. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Amy. That is brilliant. You are so right. They allow, uh, Target allows shoplifting. Go there and steal whatever you want. We're not going to arrest you. We're not going to prosecute you. We're not going to waste our time on you, but don't come in without a mask. You come in with a mask, you'll be arrested. <laughs> that is brilliant. 
Thank you, Amy. And you are right. That, that is not a lie. Uh, they know exactly what's going, uh, what is, what, well, they know exactly what it's going to do. Uh, they'll destroy everyone's lives and kill everybody off. China's plan is to kill the American people. Absolutely. They love, they love the fact that Americans love China. They are so happy right now. They are so happy with what's going on here in, in uh, the United States. They want obedient people. You are so right. Here's my uh, burning side note question. When did Bill Gates become the expert on science? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, once he had, uh, you know, $100 billion, maybe. I think that's when it happened. Global economics, politics, general health care, and epidemiology. Uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Absolutely. Hey, Deborah, nice to see you. Whoo. So, yeah, this is whacked. We are, we are just in such trouble right now. Um, and we are challenged every gate, every day. Uh, where's your mask, dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, don't care. I uh, went to church today with 3,000 people. No mask. I think maybe one person wore a mask. Uh, don't care. I don't care. I've had COVID-19. And again, you're looking at somebody that's have it. And, and I think that's great. This is crazy. This is all, we don't do it for anything else. Again, Rudy Giuliani, 67 years old, gets COVID. He come he back on his podcast three days later. You got the president four days later, whatever it was, he came back and went back to work, went back to traveling, right? Doing his whole thing. This is really a crazy time. We have enough things going on, right? We have enough things battling ourselves, battling our, our, our old self as we're trying to improve ourselves. We have uh, battles in our relationships and, and trying to get through those. That's bad enough, right? The old self sometimes comes back and now we have to deal with that and try to fix things that are going on. And then we can't go out. Then we can't go out and eat dinner. We can't go to the movies. We can't go watch a hockey game. We can't go shopping. And then we have to, if we do, we have to wear a mask, but we can only do wear a mask. Uh, we can only go shopping at the big places that are making millions of dollars, but we can't go and help. You know, Sandra, who owns a, a 500 square foot uh, shop and she's struggling. This We can't go there. We can't go help her out. We can't go to the gym at, uh, you know, Jim and Nancy's gym down the street. And they've been, you know, they've been keeping 10 people uh, employed for 10 years now, right? The people that have families, people that have, you know, mortgages to pay, they have, you know, medicines that they're paying for, um, but they have to close down. They have to close down, but Costco can stay open. Target can stay open. Uh, Walmart can stay open. The pot store down the street can stay open, but not, not the little gyms, uh, gym, uh, the gym down the street, not the little store down the street. None of those places, none of the restaurants around here that are owned that are, that are owned by some of the, 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 the individuals, you know, they, they, they can't stay open. And all the employees, the waiters and waitresses and, and, and uh, the bellhops or whatever you call those people, not bellhops. Um, uh, what do they call it? The people that, that pick up the dishes. You know, those people, <laughs> they, they, they can't, they can't, they, they can't stay employed. You know, they, and, and then we have no, yeah, Nancy Pelosi blocking the stimulus payment, blocking the PPP payments for the last five, five, six months, however long, seven months, however long it's been, she's blocking it because she thinks that illegal aliens should get money out of the stimulus payment. Illegal, people should come here from other countries and get money from the United States of America. She thinks that's what's more important. That's more important than the people that live here in the United States. Um, uh, they don't need money, right? The PPP helping businesses so they can try to stay open and make payroll, not even stay open. They, they can make payroll because you've shut them down. The country shut them down. Right? People being paid like Nancy Pelosi. Nancy's getting a paycheck, right? She's able to stay in her mansion, right? She's getting paid. All the other people are being paid. And they're making decisions about people that aren't getting paid not to pay them. So companies that, that, that are struggling to make payroll that are having to close, you, they, they can't pay. 
those people don't deserve any money to stay open. Um, and then uh, this, I mean, I know I'm going down a little sidetrack here, but um, it, it is, um, you got to watch the message. Let me see if I can um, get, I'm going to put it in the chat. This is um, the third service. And again, proof is that they have three services of 3,000 people, anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 people attend our church every Sunday since May. We've never shut. They've never, they've not shut down since May. They were shut down for that 14 day or whatever period of time. And then he goes, this is crazy. We're opening up. And he's been up. And, and now for several months now, every Sunday, 3,000, 2,000 to 3,000 people on three services a day. So that's almost 9,000 people go and attend church and sing, regardless of the idiot uh, Gavin Newsom. And everybody's fine. I didn't get COVID-19 from the church, by the way. I was uh, we had, I hadn't been to church in two weeks when I got COVID-19. Wearing a mask probably somewhere because we all know that masks don't work. Um, every scientist, every scientific study that's been done has said prior to COVID-19 that masks don't work when trying to protect somebody from a virus. They don't work. Every scientific study that has been done says that it doesn't work against the small um, uh, uh, molecule, whatever you want to call it, the virus. Um, it doesn't work uh, against those, uh, uh, against the virus, any virus, a virus that doesn't work. All right. You have to do all the other stuff. And when you're in surgery or when you're in contact as a medical professional, if, if, if it's that type of thing, I remember my son had something, they didn't know what it was and they put plastic around the door and you had to have all, you had to be all gowned up all the way from head to toe in a, in a suit that was completely sealed and they didn't know what he had. He had some skin thing going on and that's what they used to come in. Why? Because that's what keeps the virus. That's what we would have to be walking around. These little masks that I don't have. Do I have one on my, in my pocket? I might have one. <laughs> Let me see if I have one in my pocket. No, I don't have one. Um, the little masks that we wear that, that you've been wearing now for two months straight and not washing them, that's supposed to protect you from a virus. Get out of here. You're crazy. All right, my friends, um, I'm going to leave it at that because um, you really need to watch the entire message today from my church. You will love it. If you've never watched the message from Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, you're going to watch, want to watch this one. It's not, you're not going to be happy when you end. It's not going to be one of those, oh, I feel so happy after church today. And I feel so good and feel so loved. No, that's not. <laughs> I almost wanted to, I was in the front row and I always wanted to say, Jack, okay, can you give us some good news? Is there anything, <laughs> is there anything out of this? And he just like, he ended and they played music and they let me go. I was waiting for the good news. There isn't. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to warn you. There's no good news uh, from the message. So watch it if you haven't watched it already. Um, uh, am I ready? Oh, am I ready for Christmas? Um, this is going to be the best Christmas ever. Um, I think. <laughs> I'm hoping it's going to be the best Christmas ever. Um, uh, but so far, it has been great. Um, uh, it's been good. It's been really got a tree. I uh, haven't had a tree in years, which is great and has lights on it. And now we just put some candy canes on there. I'm cooking a, uh, a dinner for all the kids. All my kids are here. So I'm going to be cooking uh, tacos today. Um, and we're having a good time of making uh, my, my my specialty tacos, carnitas tacos. Um, uh, we were going to have beans, but those got dropped on the driveway. Um, they slipped out of uh, one of the kids' hands. It's cool. What are you going to do? <laughs> so it's, oh, you know, I didn't wash the beans off. Oh, shoot. Hopefully a cat will come by and eat the beans uh, and um, and uh, and the cat will be OK with it. Uh, it won't blow up. <laughs> but so far, it's been a really good one, uh, uh, you know, and, you know, you never know what can happen. But there, there's been, uh, you know, one of the things and I, and I started with this. I'm just going to end on it one more one more time. And that is that the the better things are, the greater the attack. 
So just I, I want you to understand it, that I, you don't give up, right? As conservative Christians, um, even when I wasn't Christian, I was always I think I've always been a, a conservative. But when you add the component of Christian, the one thing is that we don't live in fear. Right. And we don't. So we don't live in fear thinking that behind, you know, every I mean, fearing that when we go around the corner that we die, that we always know that the next place is heaven. Right. And so that's the positive. Um, but as a conservative, as a police officer, we always ran towards danger uh, and that kind of stuff. So you have that. But under but understand that the better things are, the greater the attack, the stronger the attack, the more you'll be attacked. Uh, the more that maybe some things in your past will be brought up or that um, a person that has been, you know, in the darkness for a while will suddenly appear and be more prevalent and go, what the hell? Where, why now? <laughs> why now are you now causing me grief? And that's going to happen. The happier you are, the greater the difficulty, the greater the attack, because the, um, and I, I would say this on my show much more freely, but because I know that I have a different audience in the evening, I'm just going to come out and say it anyway. But the the devil, the demon, um, the um, the evil one, um, they don't. It's 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 it, it it does not want you to be happy. So just especially when it's pure, if it's it's if it's as pure as possible, right? As, as the as you are beginning to change your life to be a better person, even and you're now happier because of that that also will increase the attack. So know that ahead of time. But always know that if you're a conservative Christian, that you have God and you have his word and you have the Bible and you have uh, the truth that's written. Oh, there was another thing. I was, I, you know, I'll actually use, I'll play out. Hold, let me find this thing really quick. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, where's my notes? Um, I'm going to play this one last thing. And I was going to end on it. I almost forgot. Hold on. Those of you that stuck around, uh, you're going to want to watch this little bit in here. Oh, let me, let me get here. Uh, but know that there's, there's something you can always go to, which is always going to give you facts and truth. And it's always held true. And that is the Bible. Um, and then you surround yourself with like-minded people in that area. And as conservative, you surround yourself as much as possible uh, to that to that extent. It, it, that's that's always going to be, um, sorry, I, it's hard to, to talk and, and do this at the same time. But I'm, I'm going to bring it up. Um, that all the thing, what was it? The three C's. I'm going to have to look at my three C's again and bring that up. That, the, that those are things that you're going to have to always remember to do. Because you are going to be challenged and then you're going to be like, oh, you're going to be angry. You're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated for a moment. But understand that this, is, but you got to think, you know, like, wow, that's because things have been really good. This is because I've been in God's word. This is because I've been following my devotional. This is because of all these things. And don't let it take you off track because they will. The people, the demon, the people that don't like that you're happy because you're going to have friends that don't like that you're happy. You're going to have family members that don't like you're happy. You're going to have um, the enemies in your life. And then you're going to have the devil. You have a whole bunch of people and things and, and, and the devil and the, and the, 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 um, uh, and the demons that are around you that are always going to do that. But the thing is, you got to always come back. You got to bounce back. You can let it kind of like take you off track for a little while, but then come back and say, you know what? That's why. Cause things have been so good because I've been in God's word because I love God and God's been speaking through me and the Holy spirit's been speaking through me. And when you get back to that, and you get back into the message, then you're going to you're, you'll power through anything. They're they're going to continue, but at some point you'll break through. And in the end, you have what's in the end, <laughs> right? We have what's in the end. You will survive in the end when you when when it's time for you to go home, which is going to be heaven. If you fight through all of this madness, when we fight through all of this madness, in the end, there's always going to be 
heaven in Jesus Christ that we're going to be standing with and sitting with um, and, and talking with people that are the people that we, we, we hope that we were going to talk to the other like-minded people that follow Jesus Christ and, and God. All right, my friends. So I hope that that ended well, but let me, let me just play this last part. This is one thing, the reason why you need to follow the Bible. And again, I know this isn't the, the normal devotional one I do in the day. And I know that some of you uh, may come on here and you may be agnostic. You may be atheist and watch it through, but I want you, to, if you want to, I would love for you to watch this little part about the Bible and about what Jack has to say about the Bible, because I think it's important. And I, I wanted to end with this because I think it's important for you to take this away. All right. So let me go ahead and bring it up here. Um, and it's not as long as the first one. I think it's only about two minutes or so, maybe three minutes. Um, so I will bring it up here. All right. And I'll remember to um, to mute my mic this time. Hold on. Let me do that first. All right. I'll, I'm going to come back and say goodbye. So um, uh, when it ends, um, uh, I'll be back for just a second. All right. cars and you say that this is the only car worth buying that's what you're supposed to say if you're selling cars god's not selling anything his word stands true if you believe in it or not but god has given us his word and remember if you don't know learn it and that is god says concerning his word you ought to pick it up and know it put me to the test See if what I've said is true. And there's only one way to find that out, and that is the study of the prophetic doctrines of the Bible. What has God said about Israel? What has God said about the nations of the earth? What has God said about, by the way, what does God say prophetically about racism? It's in the Bible. What does God say about economies regarding prophecy? In the Bible. And what about the end of the world? It's all in the Bible. In fact, the Bible says of itself, again, the Bible says of itself, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Think of that. God breathed. God gave it. And you see, it's actually God making the point. Here's the Bible talking about the Bible. 66 books, 40 different authors, 1,600 year time frame, time span, different continents. Most of them never met one another. And yet it's in perfect, perfect harmony. From Genesis to Revelation, there is, I'll give you, you only have one guess. There's one personality that is exalted and revealed through the entire Bible. Genesis to Revelation, you got one guess. What's his name? Jesus. Jesus. It's great. Watch the message from today. Uh, it's too bad because that's at the beginning of his message. <laughs> you know, I would have to call. I would have to call. I don't have Jack's phone number, but I was gonna say I would call Jack and say, oh, if you just would have put that at the end, that would have been the ending that I was looking for. Because again, uh, if you're looking for an uplifting, happy message, today's not the message. But you have to watch it. You cannot miss today's message. Um, what you can do is go to go to uh, skip forty. What is it? Um, uh, timestamp 4308 to 4450, which I just showed you, and then play it at the end. Because when we need a, the, the positive is that the Bible is going to, is, is the truth. The, the, the Bible is God speaking. And it is so stinking important to, to keep that in mind. And that would be the positive that I would take away from today's message, although it's at the beginning. <laughs> so, and this message, he starts with the positive beginning, but ends like, oh, 
was there the music maybe was the positive all right my friends i love you guys i gotta get busy making the tacos all the kids are here we're gonna have a good time um and we're gonna enjoy the tacos they they claim that my tacos are the best on the planet so uh we're gonna be making some carnitas and some uh chicken tacos and um and there you go all right my friends courtney just arrived and um that's my oldest daughter. And so we'll be hanging out and having a good time and probably watching a movie or something like that. All right, my friends. Uh, I love you guys very much. Take care. And I will talk to you later. Take care. Bye. God bless.